Hour. I am your host, Elisa Bowens Mercado. And each and every Thursday at 1 p.m., I sit in this chair and I trade in my dance shoes. And I spend time with you, the listeners, to talk arts, culture, radio, and much more. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Uh, she is a great friend. Uh, we were just talking to our parents. Uh, grew up together and just just amazing. So it's always so good to have friends uh, as special guests here. And I have Erica Bogan in the house with me. And we are going to be talking about... Um, her career as a firefighter uh, in this great city of New Haven and uh, her accomplishments, what she's doing and the uh, process um, now that I will and we'll discuss this of uh, New Haven of how you can become a firefighter. So we are delighted to have her sitting uh, in with us uh, at the Culture Cocktail Hour. We're going to have a great show, folks. Uh, so we want you to sit back, relax. You know, it's five o'clock somewhere. You are listening to the Culture Cocktail Hour. Yes, it's Thursday. I wish it was uh, five o'clock somewhere. Erica, how are you, my friend? Good. It's so good to see you as always. Looking wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Girl. I we you know I think the older we we get I think uh, well the more season we get I think the 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 betterness um, in us comes out I don't even know if that's a word but you know it's the bet the betterness the word for the day is betterness it just comes out and comes out and comes out and that's a wonderful thing but I'm excited uh, for a couple of reasons to have you on because you have um, done something in the city that um, most women and we'll just kind of you know this is live talk real talk have i mean you've you ventured into a career that male completely male dominated okay um and so we want to that's a lot to be applauded because number one you're in a male dominated field but you are protecting and serving uh this city in so many uh different ways and we were are going to get into that so you want to say thank you for serving and protecting um and keeping this city of new haven safe yes 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 um so and folks don't forget the phone lines are open uh we want to make sure that people call in they can ask about your career. They can ask about the process, um, different stages of applying. And do you have what it takes or if you have what it takes and you've applied already, what to expect if you want to become a firefighter in uh, the city of New Haven. So I'm so happy to have you here. But tell us a little more about when you started. We know 19 years, my gosh, because, you know, <laughs> it's been but 19 years on 19 years plus on the department. So just let us know, let our listeners know what uh, they can like, wh how did that your ambition, where did, where did it come from? You know, calls and, and like you said, just disp like dispersing uh, either EMTs or the right. police or uh, fire. So now right. how long were you there? Um, I did dispatching for, I think almost three years. I got there August of 1995. And mm. when I first got to dispatch, everybody there that worked there said, well, how come you just didn't try out to be a firefighter? Right. Because I guess the process was happening right around that time or okay. it just happened. Mm -hmm. And I was like, because I didn't know about it. 
and that's why it's important for me to be here now Absolutely. and you know, be as visible as I can in the community to let other young ladies know that it is attainable and it is possible for them. That's right. And it's reachable and it's an idea that if you never thought about it the way just the way I did, right. that you know, this is something to think about because right. it's not just a job, it's a career. It's right. life changing. Absolutely. And you can do so many other things and it's such an amazing springboard for mm-hmm. three million other things that you might want to do. Exactly. And like you said, 19, you've been doing this 19 years. So- now yeah but 19 years ago you that was not even a thought it wasn't even on my radar yeah you were just you were happy had your family you said okay this batch is this is great but never thought about like really kind of like the career right you know where that was going well that so now 19 years later so you get on the department because i think this is fascinating i like (laughs) you know you know i like i know i love backstories so (laughs) i love details so did you apply that year no, I didn't because okay. the, fire the, the city of New Haven has very specific um, um, parameters for when they accept applications versus when the deadline is, you know, there and then they close. Mm-hmm. So the next time it came around, right. um, I applied then. Okay. So then I was able to leave dispatch. I started August of 95 and I left dispatch December of 97 to start the academy. Wow. So and there was an application process. Yes. Okay. And so then, so then are you thinking, all right, I'm going to have to go into a, a, a fiery building. I have to save people. Were you nervous and excited, you know, at the same time around application time? Because I think some people will think, I just don't know if I'm cut out for that. Right. Right. Well, it's a common question. I, I've never felt any fear um, as far as fires. You know, I may mm-hmm. have felt fear in other arenas. Um, right. You know, during, you know, different medical calls where, you know, our safety was threatened you right. know, by other people. But as far as fighting fire, no, I didn't I didn't really have any fear okay. of that. And as far as being nervous, I think that my time in dispatch with the fire department learning, you know, the ins and outs. Was, yeah. And, you know, how they respond and what they do sort of gave me a leg up in that area. Right. So I had a little less fear of the unknown. Exactly. The precursor of, right. okay, you've heard these calls because, mm-hmm. you know, you're dealing with raw emotion. Oh, yeah. You're dealing yeah. with, you know, people and humans and they're calling yeah. and there's like, if you're calling 911, then obviously something. You're not having a good day. You're not having, <laughs> you are, exactly. You are not having a good day. Mm-hmm. And so that, I think, allowed you to, I guess, prepare yourself for, you know, the next right. step in the next phase. Right. Um, so now there's currently, um, and I know we had posted some stuff, you know, just saying about applications. Mm-hmm. Now, can you just explain how many applications are in this process? Well, the city, um, from what I've, from what I've seen and what I've read and what I've verified, mm-hmm. um, used to, I think have like an unlimited amount of applications, but they have since capped it. So 500 resident applications and 500 non-resident. Wow. So, and, and it's all done online. It's all online. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, so you had, so before there could be 5,000 applicants yeah, yeah. at one point. Mm-hmm. And so now the city has broken that down to yeah. 500 residents, 500. Yeah. I think they're trying to streamline the process. Streamline the process. Okay. So, um, and now we, so we have, a was there was an ongoing re- recruitment and mm-hmm. application process. Yes, but uh, we have since learned that I think we have gotten all one thousand. Yeah, I believe so. Applicants. So yeah. I was actually contacted by someone out of state who said that someone that they knew was trying to um, apply 
and they got a message that, you know, that wasn't possible. So I checked and it was capped. But I don't know if it was just for if it's just New Haven residents that are capped or both or either. Got it. So why don't we suggest, uh, I guess, folks go to the website. Yes. Maybe. Okay. So what do we have the website? I think I have the website. It's um, www.cityofnewhaven.com. Got it. And then they could find out about recruitment. uh, Yes. There is a link right on the homepage. Okay. Now, are you seeing more folks of color in the city? Because, I mean, we come, we're we're in the Elm city mm-hmm. uh, are, it is the majority uh, I think over 70 something percent uh, African-American and Hispanic. Are mm-hmm. we seeing um, folks of color actually applying uh, to most of these jobs? I think um, the last few, the last few classes that have come on, you know, we've definitely seen, you know, more Hispanics and, you know, more black, you know, firefighters that are joining the ranks. And interestingly enough, two years ago, mm-hmm. we actually got our first Latina. Nice. All right. Shout out to the Latina mm-hmm. firewoman. Hey. All right. Eso. <laughs> Bien. Wepa. <laughs> oh, you're too grown for me today. <laughs> that, no, it's always great to see women, you know, in, like I said, in this position. I just, I just think it's um, commendable. I just, I think it's, amazing well you know what it is i think that people don't know or don't realize that we are out there like, right you know i can't even tell you how many times people have seen me in my uniform whether i'm on duty or off duty and the first thing out of their mouth oh i didn't know there were any women on the job right like, yeah oh, well, where like, are you we never see you at it. because like you said it is a male is it is a predominantly male you know dominated job mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know and there's nothing wrong with that no it's not my coworkers are very capable but to date we only have 11 women Wow. Out of almost 400. Okay. In the city. Yes. Ser- okay. Serving the city of New Haven in the capacity of firefighter, which is not a big number at all. Right. It really, so the, really isn't. And okay. Chief Alston's mission is to attract and recruit more women to the ranks. Right. And shout out shout out to Chief Alston, who yes. is doing a great job yes. here he in the has, city. He has a lot of energy and a yeah. new vision. And it's very, very exciting. It really, really is. That is so good. Okay, so now let's um, go. And don't forget, phone lines are open. 203-872-7356. Call in to say hi. Call in to ask Erica questions. um, Because I think it's fascinating. Because I want to know, what's a day? What's your day like? Let's just, just, let's just go walk through your day and let everybody know what it is to be like around the firehouse because i heard you guys cook some really mean (laughs) meals (laughs) so i have to ask yeah so what is what's a typical day if somebody's saying wow this could be a great job a great career Mm -hmm. what is their day going to be like okay well it depends on if you're working a day shift or a night shift okay so day shift day shift is typically 8 a.m till 6 p.m Mm-hmm. But we, as a courtesy, you know, show up as early as, you know, 7 a.m. Got it. To relieve the person, person that we're that's, leaving. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So when you first show up in the morning, the first thing you want to do is if you're, if you, if you have your gear with me, like I travel with my gear because I work overtime at other firehouses. Okay. So, you know, you show up with your gear, you know, relieve whoever you relieve, mm-hmm. um, check in with the officer, you know, you check your gear, um, check your Scott you know, Scott bottle to make sure that that's operational. Um, check your equipment, check the medical equipment. Um, the driver's, oh, wow. yeah, the driver's job is to check, you know, the entire, we call it a piece, the engine. Okay. So it's his job to check make the sure piece. Make sure the tires, right. You make know, sure have the brakes are working. Air brakes. Yeah, the air brakes and all that kind of thing. And after that, 
um, we do roll call mm-hmm. where, you know, we are looked at to make sure, you know, we're presentable. Right. Um, and then we go into housework because we're responsible for doing all of our, you know, upkeep and housework at the firehouse. Okay. So upkeep, like, you know, make sure the refrigerator's <laughs> stocked and like stocked the beds, I, I don't water, I don't know, water and Gatorade. I don't know. <laughs> Well, so, uh, kind food, of sort of, but food, not really. Food. No, no, I'm no, probably no. hungry right now, but I so, know so, I am too. Yeah, but the um, <laughs> no, we we do our own housework. So you know, we're mopping, we're sweeping, we're taking out the trash. Um, we have to clean the refrigerator out once a day. Right. Um, you know, just every every all the little things around the firehouse that you would do at home. You know, okay. sweeping, mopping, doing the dishes. Um, the day shift typically makes the beds for the night shift. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. But on the first on on our first day. Everybody from the night shift is gone, usually. Right. So we don't so do anything that day. But the next, next two days. Next day, you have to. Right. Oh, that. See, they fire me. They'd be like, Lisa, <laughs> you need to get up and do something. <laughs> like, hello. Like, hi. You you, you, yeah, can you work? We need the bed. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're cleaning <laughs> toilets, mopping floors, taking out the trash. I would know, be the entertainment. Kind of I would be, I, I would teach salsa lessons like at the <laughs> firehouse every day. I'd be like, y'all got the chores. I got the dance class. We're good. Yeah. And then on certain <laughs> days we have, you know, outside things like Saturday is, um, you know, yard work outside, whether okay. it's, you know, raking leaves or, you know, cutting the grass, the grass gets oh, cut fun. every Saturday. Okay. Yeah. And the houses that have, um, more than one level, um, that have fire poles, the poles have to be polished, you know, certain days of the week and all the windows, the big, big windows that you see in the front. Right. have to be washed on certain days of the week. So there's always something to do, to do. on day shift. And if it's not that, then there's um, some sort of training. You know, oh, that's we, we, we ongoing be, training. Yeah, there's ongoing training for all kinds of things because we're responsible for completing a certain amount of training classes every month. Wow. Whether it's, you know, hydrant operation or a balloon frame construction or, you know, tools, forcible entry, you know, all the things that we, you know, may have to right. employ, you know, at calls. It's so it's constant, like educational, yes. like continuing okay, education. education. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. So now what happens when a call comes in? And God forbid, like I said, you know, because that's why, you know, you're there. You like you said, 911 gets called. They mm-hmm. they send it out to you. So right. you gear on and go to the call is how fa- how quick is it from the time that you get the call mm-hmm. and it's like a big alarm system that rings through the you know <laughs> is somebody picking up the phone i, I just think this is you, fascinating i'm going I'm, to I'm, have to have you come visit yes i would i would love to do that no seriously i just i just think it's fascinating you 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 get the call and then it's just right you way way long time ago there used to be just one tone for everything Okay. But several years ago, they switched to a straight tone for um, non-fire, for fire, for um, that kind of thing. And then um, there's a broken tone for medical calls because okay. you know a, the greater majority of what we do is medical. I think at last count, it was like 80% of the calls that we respond to are medical. Are so medical. everybody on the engine is either an EMT or a paramedic. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's why when you, you know, go to certain places in New Haven and you see an ambulance and an engine... Because we are the first responders in the city of New Haven. Got it. And, and then, then AMR comes to transport. Oh, wow. Okay. We can't, so, we can't throw them on the hose bed of the engine and say, okay, we're going to go to the hospital now. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not going to work. Right. But you are there to usually probably secure like the, the scene or, you know. Yeah. It depends, on, it, it depends what, on the call. So then you get the call and the alarms go off and then you right. get in the engine so we and hear, you go. You know, if it's a medical, you do, 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 to get our attention. 
and then all the lights come on in the firehouse yeah to get our attention because you know that's a nighttime thing if you're you know right. trying to rest at night then you know the lights you know, everything get your just attention and they tell us where to go oh okay and what it's for and you know we just wherever we are in the firehouse we stop what we're doing you know get on the engine and go so it, it really is a relatively quick process wow and then our response time you know everybody's response time um is different will be different ba- right based on if they're in quarters or not or you know what's going on in quarters Okay, you know, now it's quarters meaning it, it quarters meaning the firehouse. Firehouse, oh, right. okay. Because sometimes um, you have engines that are changing over. Sometimes you have engines that are um, changing the hose because the hose has to be changed once a month. All the hose on the engine comes yeah. off, and you know, new fresh hose goes on. Wow. So if you have something like that going on, your response time may be you know delayed by a minute or two. Okay. But usually, I think um, I think the benchmark is like three minutes, maybe four. Okay. Wow. In, in that anybody's is- district. That's amazing. So do you want to shout out to your engine? And I know you said that you have your engine. <laughs> and so now where is your engine? My engine is engine five. All uh, right. We serve hey. the east side of the city. East side. East side. What's yeah. up? <laughs> east side. Yes. Yeah, engine, engine five. five and emergency one. Awesome. That yeah, is so great. So we serve the annex, the annex in East Shore. That is amazing. That is amazing. You know, we're going to take a short break. Don't forget, phone lines are open. 203-872-7356. Give us a buzz. This is a fascinating conversation um, about, you know, Erica and her career (laughs) and being a firefighter. I think it's It's just amazing. Um, And when we come back, we're actually, if you did apply... Uh, for uh, a position or, you know, application online. Erica's mm-hmm. going to kind of walk you through, um, I guess, what, well, actually what to expect. Right. All right. So uh, give us a buzz. 203-872-7356. Our phone lines are open, folks.
And welcome back to the Culture Cocktail Hour. I am your host, Elisa Bowens Mercado, and I'm joined by my special guest. It's so weird saying my last name. I got to get used to that. <laughs> get used to it. Yes, I it's tell my husband all the time. I six, six, seven months. Yay, oh, seven hey. months. I'm still in, newlywed. But it's it's funny though because I just I'll be like Elisa Bowens. Oh, Mercado. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we are back, and Erica has been sharing with us uh, her uh, career as a firefighter in uh the city of new haven and um it's just fascinating and i just she invited me i things after things kind of calmed down you know the summer but i want i do want to take a visit to uh, the firehouse because i just think that's great absolutely i just think it's amazing and um we have uh recruit there was recruitment the last couple weeks yes and um so I know that there was 500 for residents, 500 for non-residents. And I think that that went into a cap. And so um, thank you for all I, for applying. If so if you were out there and uh, you're looking for a career in um, the, to be a firefighter, then this was uh, something really, really, really good to uh, to sign up for. So good luck to, to those. Give us a buzz, 203-872-7356. Uh, we are live, and I'm talking, uh, like I said, with Erica uh, in studio. But uh, Erica, let's go through now the process. So say someone has applied for the job. Okay. Okay. Um, what What's the next step? The next step after, well, they were supposed to uh, register on this website that's on the flyer for okay. all of the information and updates. But after you apply, then you will be sent um, notification that invites you to take the written exam. Okay, so there's so right, so there's the application, then the written written exam. Right. Okay. Right. So after you take the written exam, then you take the physical agility exam. Right. So you've got to be in pretty good shape. If you yes. want it for, because you've got to get into buildings, you've got to run. You, and pl- I mean, you're, climb ladders you're cl- you got to climb with, ladders you know, with tools, with your gear. Yeah. You know, in sometimes very adverse conditions, you know, extreme cold, extreme heat, um, right. rain. rain. Yeah. Yeah. Sleet, snow. Oh yeah. That's some, yeah. And I was going to say, because, um, you know, the, what you have to go through, you know, as a firefighter, um, that has, you know, cause emotionally you have to prepare. Oh yeah, to where yeah, you're going, yeah. and then that's not. And then once you get there, you don't know the conditions right. of where you're going. Somebody might say, "Okay, we've got a call," you know, you're and you're responding. But once you get to the scene, you have no idea what you're, you know, what you're working with. So people right. have to emotionally, mentally, and physically be uh, prepared um, to be a firefighter. Right, and I'm glad you said that because it it I can't stress enough how much it takes a certain amount of emotional maturity to do this job because you are literally dealing with people at their worst moments. Yeah. Um, it could be a miscarriage. It could mm. be someone shot. It could be mm. um, someone in extreme distress from asthma, from, you know, a heart attack. It could be, you know, so, so many so different many things. things. Yeah. yeah. It could be so many different things. And, you know, not only do you have to have a certain amount of emotional maturity to navigate your patient through that call, right. because when I'm on scene with a patient, I am their advocate. 
You know, exactly. I'm the one who makes sure that, you know, myself and my partner are the ones who make sure that their needs are met, their needs are taken care of, you know, whatever medical issues they have are addressed and treated and handled, you know, in the short time that we have them before right. the ambulance gets there. And not only do you have to have that brand of emotional maturity, you also have to have the kind of maturity where you have integrity oh, and yeah. character because we are walking around people's houses. We are, you know, faced with their valuables, yeah. whether it's, you know, cash laying out on the table mm-hmm. or it's, you know, jewelry or, you know, whatever is going on. Right. Or, you oh, know, yeah. A patient may say, oh, well, look in my pocketbook from my from my medicist. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you just learn to do things like, OK, here, I'm going to give you your pocketbook and you give me your medalist. Or right. I'll look for it in front of you. So there's no, you know, miscommunication right. about, oh, yeah. you know, what was done and what wasn't done in case, you know, something happens. Wow. And, and you know, and like you said, integrity, trust. Um, so when people apply for this, they can't take that lightly. Exactly. You know, it's not what you know what? And it's not what we see on TV. You know how we have reality oh, TV no. shows yeah, no. that, you know, Oh, oh, yeah, I mean, you've seen it all. They've got Chicago Fire. They've got they've got everything. I don't NYPD, even watch those. No. <laughs> I don't, you know, because it's too I know easy you to don't. pick apart. Like the, the latter 49, the backdraft. I don't watch that stuff. No, I you really don't. don't. Because it I, does it downplay what you're actually out there doing. It gets it gives a depiction, but not, um, I, I think, a, a, a real enough perceptive, you know, of. Yeah, I mean, I think it's sensationalized. Yeah. Because, you know, that's the kind of thing that sells. Right, exactly. Yep. So, I mean, life in the firehouse, um, the greater majority of the time, depending on where you are, Mm. could probably be a lot more routine and a lot more mundane. I mean, yeah, you have your share of, you know, funny stories and, you know, drama and, you know, that kind of thing. But by and large... You know, yeah. we don't we don't see, you know, we don't see TV level. No, no, because <laughs> no, you're you're actually out there doing the real stuff. Yeah. So now after there, there's that process. So then there's the written. Um, then what's next? What's next is the physical agility. Mm-hmm. Um, the state puts on a CPAT exam. But from what I understand, they don't do it often. And okay. you need to have your CPAT, you know, certified by a certain time. So if it goes, you know, beyond that time, then it's expired and it's no good. But New Haven has its own version of a CPAT okay, that can they you, will accept. And can you explain to our listeners uh, what a CPAT is? Is that a certification? Yes, it's just a physical ability test. Okay. That demonstrates your ability to be able to do things that we do, you know, at fires on the fire ground. You mm-hmm. know, whenever we're, whenever we're, you know, out fighting a fire. Wow. Okay. So, so once they get that, so you, so once you get online, you apply, you have a written, um, then the agility, uh, test, then what's the, you know, what's the next step? The next Do you go through thing, three interviews, you know, like sometimes you go on a job interview. <laughs> it's like, like, all yeah, right, you have to come okay. back for the final interview. <laughs> right. Um, you have to go through a background check. Okay. Where they come th- come through your background for you can't have any felonies. You have to be 18 years old at the time of application. You mm. have to ha- not have any felonies and you have to um, have a valid driver's license. Okay. So, you know, unlike the police department where you have to be 21, you only have to be 18. 18 to yeah. apply. Yeah. Well, for, for this job. Okay. And again, emotional maturity because, you know, a lot of 18s aren't. Right. Exactly. And you, like you said, if they're going to be on a team, your team or on an engine, then, you know, you have to um, have that camaraderie, number one, but then you have to have the trust amongst all of your other fellow firefighters. And some serious interpersonal skills, because there are so many of us, 
And, you know, if you if you end up in a double house, which means there's an engine and a truck, you know, there could be up to eight or nine other personalities that you have to navigate through and deal with. And, wow. You know, it's, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's easy, you know, because people don't, you know, all live the same. Right. And, no, you're right. You know, people's you, some people's standards for, you know, what is normal are not know, standards for what is normal. <laughs> Exactly. Right. So you have like the neat freak. You, you have the neat freak. You know, somebody exactly. that has an OCD. Somebody exactly. that, or somebody that just doesn't care. Exactly. You know. Exactly. If, you know, the socks are laying around or what right. have you. Yeah. But that—that's where you, you know, your maturity and your wisdom and your, you know, interpersonal skills come in handy because there are ways to get around it. You just have to figure out what those ways are. Right. In a way that doesn't get you suspended. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you: Do most applic? Okay. So, how many spots? If if that you know of are available for um, the next term now, so let's just say everyone they applied on um, background check, they're of age, mm-hmm. agility, good stress mm-hmm. test. They can you know go through a building. Right. Oh, and by the way, where do they have the test for the training? Like you know, just is that the last part of that? The of- physical agility. Yes, the physical agility is held at our training academy, the Regional Fire Training Academy for New Haven. Mm. Um, at number two thirty Boulevard near Kimberly Avenue. Okay, so that's where you, that's, that's where they when, go. That's where you go when you okay. yes, when you're invited after you successfully passed the um the written. Okay, and, and now you how, need a seventy or greater. That's that's amazing. But now, how many people actually make it to that point out of like a thousand applicants? I can't give you that number yet. Okay, no, that's. So, and, but I now, don't know. Right. I don't know. We don't know yet. Okay. Because they still have to, they still have to comb through. Yeah, they still have to comb through, make sure that, you know, all the requirements are met as mm-hmm. far as the application. Because right. if you do one thing wrong, then your application is discarded. Okay. So, you know, as long as all everything is providing it, that everything is good with all 1000, then all 1000, you know, are invited to take the physical agility. Wow. And once they take that, then. Um, and pass it and pa- and because pass it's it tough it is tough to pass yes do you tough. get one try or do you you know is it a one try thing it's like all right this is you know you're you're it's your time to shine well you, in the past <laughs> it's like let's go <laughs> your time to pass out from all the physical well i <laughs> historically um be- right. before this particular go around the last time um they were given um, I think a week to do a practice run and then okay. they, and then they, you know, come back like the, the following week to take the actual test just so they know, you know, what's mm-hmm. expected, you know, what areas they may be weak in, you know, or where they may need to improve because it takes a lot of cardio. Right. And a lot of upper body strength and the legs are most important. Okay. The legs are definitely most important because I actually proctored the last physical agility that we had and mm. the two areas that people fail the most were the treadmill and um, search and rescue. Search and rescue, you're in um, a container. Okay. And you literally have to, it's kind of like a maze. Wow. So you're kind of like a, a mouse in a maze trying to, you know, make your way, way through. through. Yeah. So people were claustrophobic and, you know, freaked out a little bit. And um, the first the first event was a lot tougher than mm-hmm. you would think because you're wearing a weighted vest. Right. Like almost helmet. like you have your... Yeah. Exactly. All of your equipment right. on. Right. To simulate, you know, our firefighting gear. And the treadmill is only like three minutes or three minutes and 20 seconds. But it's long because the treadmill goes so slow and you're not allowed to touch the side rails. So, okay. You know, so that, so that, that was the maker and breaker. 
of a lot of people that yes. had applied. Yes. Yeah. So and folks get in the gym, right? Oh, oh yeah. Get in the gym. Or, yeah. But or, you know what? I think cardio and leg strength are, you know, are paramount because we did have guys who looked like run. they spent, you know, hours and hours, you know, every week in at the, the gym. gym but and that first event just knocked them out. Wow. Okay, right, and you're right. There's other ways that you can get cardio. Yeah. Other ways that you can do like leg, leg training. You're absolutely right. As long yeah. as you're up and active and you're, you're physical, then, you yeah. know, I think that's what, that's what's important. So now once, so now once everyone passes, let's just say a handful of folks, or not a handful, let's just say a hundred people pass. Right. Are there enough jobs in the city or at the engines that, you know, are you lacking, you know, fire people um, or is there like room for, you know, a lot of folks that are applying? Well, I think there's always going to be room every couple of years because of retirement mm-hmm. and promotions. So Got we it. just like I think two Fridays ago, two or three Fridays ago, um, we had a promotional ceremony oh, wow. where we promoted like 30 some odd people. Um, so okay. for every promotion that leaves a spot, spot open. Up open. Right. Okay. So the chief right now is looking to fill 35 positions initially. And mm. then after, you know, everybody passes everything, they get put on what's called an approved civil service list that is certified by the city. And the chief can go back to that list to pick the next class after the current class that he's after. Oh, wow. Until the list expires. expires. Right. And Got it expires it. in two years. In two years. Right. So if you are interested in the job and you don't get selected, before that list dies, then you have to go through the process all over again from, okay. the, from the beginning. Right. So you're just hoping that, you know, if you, like I said, go through all these steps. Right. That there is, you know, a, a spot for you, hopefully, you know, on the right. department right. at the end of all that. So how long does this process usually take from beginning to end from like, all right, I went on the city of New Haven.com, you know, recruitment to you actually putting on your <laughs> equipment. You want to try my gear on, huh? I do. I know. It's okay. Do they have heels? I mean, cause <laughs> I can't run in flats. So if I was going to be a firefighter, I would have, have to have like a little. No, crazy. No, they don't have heels. I need he- See, that's why I can. That's the problem. I just <laughs> can't. I can't walk in flats. So I probably. Yes. Oh, you're, you, are, you are a stone cold <laughs> lunatic. Do they have heels? I could see you now. In yeah, red lips I, and heels trying to fight a fire. I would, yeah, I that because I would do my best job with that in all <laughs> honesty and seriousness. I, and I do have a timeline. Um, okay. The applications, um, as we said, were released on May 4th mm-hmm. online. Um, the written exam is scheduled for June 10th. Okay. Which is in about, about a, a month. month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The oral exams will be June 24th and 25th. Okay. So a couple of weeks after that. Um, scoring of everything will be mid-July. Okay. Because they're, oh, wh- they're going to take everything into consideration. Right. Um, your written test, your oral exam, and your physical agility. Okay. And um, they hope to um, post a civil service list August 1st. Mm. So, so, you know, it's it's sort of quick. It I Sort was, of. Yeah. So you're not waiting six months to right. a year. You're just, you know. Right. Well, you are, but the process, you know, sort of moves along. And the chief hopes to see the class um, by October. Oh, Wow. Which that means is, that, you know, if they spend 15 to 24 weeks that he predicts in the academy, then they'll be in the firehouse upon successful completion of everything uh, next year. Very nice. See, so there and and you know what we were just saying, you know, a, it's a job, but this is an a, 
an amazing career opportunity. Oh, that absolutely. You, that folks, um, so I just, like I said, I, I, I hope that people applied. Um, and if you did apply, 203-872-7356, give us a buzz here at the Culture Cocktail. And while I have Erica Bogan, who's a 19-year vet um, with the city's uh, uh, fire department, and you can ask questions. This is the perfect uh, time. If not, I know they could find you on Facebook. And yes. cause some people get like radio shy and, you know, they're not on camera, so they can't get camera shy, but they get radio <laughs> shy. <laughs> but they can contact okay. you, um, okay. you know, and, and just to ask questions because it's, um, I think once you've, you've gone through it, um, I think, you know, you can go back to when you first started the app with, you know, Mm-hmm. The, the whole process mm-hmm. and you're now like i said 19 years in and you're probably like where did the time go but um yeah yeah in, in some aspects it seems like oh wow this was a long road and then you think right. you know other things it's like <laughs> wow this flew by yeah you know and then you're sort of you know looking at the retirement door like hmm, mm, i don't know retirement <laughs> Maybe I should go but <laughs> it, it's, it's an amazing opportunity if you are i mean i was able to raise my children and take yeah. care of them through this job. All of them were born with asthma. Wow. So, you know, the the benefits that the city offered I came love your in handy. Kids, by the way. Oh, those are my babies. They're beautiful. Thank you. I'm waiting beautiful for you to souls. have one. Yes. Or, or three. Or no. Because I'll be <laughs> dropping one off at the firehouse five, engine five, and saying, there you go. <laughs> but listen, starting salary. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk right salary. Now, right now. Until the contract, in, until, you know, next year when the fiscal year changes. Right. But as of right now, firefighter trainees, um, $40,476. You cannot contract. beat that. No, you That's really a career. That I mean, is walking in the door, walking in the door, you're never going to make that anywhere. No. Construction, maybe. Right. Maybe. Yeah. But, you know, look at but everything not- they do compared to what we do. I mean, they yeah. are, they're out there like, you know, six in the morning till three or four or five in the afternoon. Under right. All sorts of adverse, crazy weather, extreme heat, extreme cold. Right. You know, risking their lives, you know, way, way high up in the scaffolding. And, yeah. You know, so in the framework of building that, that's insane to me. That is completely insane. And so that's why I can see those two careers on job opportunities that you, like you said, walking in the door that you can make that you know, amount of money. So now after you become a trainee, what's a, what's like a, a typical salary for somebody that's, let's say just two years on the job or two years you know, maybe, you go up to 45,627. Okay. And then the third year you max out at 52,553. I mean, that's, oh, an, um, that's a years? great salary. Yeah. I mean, how many people do you know who can walk into a job knowing nothing and that's the thing i love about civil service yeah is that it takes an average citizen and makes them a sworn civil servant right you know which is awesome because that's what i was right i mean yeah i worked in dispatch but you know i was basically a citizen right exactly you know they took me yeah you went to the the academy yeah Mm -hmm. and they make you a sworn civil servant so you know it's it's an amazing opportunity i've been able to do so much and i'm blessed to be able to influence you know be as influential as i can Right. Um, I've talked to um, students at Hill House. I've talked to um, a couple of churches um, about recruitment. Nice. You know, I just, I just wish Get that the I word had, out. Yeah, I, I just wish that you know the timing had been a little bit better because I could have you know gotten to more more people. folks. But yeah, yeah but, but you know what, you were out there, and you know what, the great thing is that you 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 were out there, and people were made aware that this was an opportunity. And you mm-hmm. know what, there's always you know next year, um, because I'm sure it's not too you know never too early to to look into right a, you know something like that now and just be prepared to that when there's more um, yeah that's a good application point. purpose you know 
appointments coming out, people are on top of that. And yes, and speaking of you going out and speaking to the community, because you're a mentor. So I know you go out and I know like the, the, the kids and especially like, you know, the young ladies uh, that are in school, probably that, well, I know they look up to you because it's like, I can absolutely do this type of job. So how rewarding is it when you are out speaking um, to like these teens? Um, it's amazing. About this, you know, job, you're what you do. Yeah. It's amazing because um, I think back to when I was that age and no, I would never want to ever go back there again. <laughs> <But> I think <laughs> back to when I was that age and right. yeah. Oh, and I didn't have a direction or anywhere I wanted to be for sure. So if I had a me back then telling me that I could do this job, right. I'd probably be 20 extra years in rather than, you know, just a 19 that I am now. Right. Exactly. And that's fair because like you said, unless you have someone who's, you know, in front of you and you're the that role model um, that they actually see that, then, you know, it's just, I that's why it's, it's so important that you, you have given back and you continue to give back by going out and speaking to churches and uh, going online and coming here to the, you know, to the radio show just to let people know, listen, there is an opportunity because you know what happens? We always find ourselves going or saying this phrase, we just didn't know. Yeah. When yeah. did that happen? That, it, it's we so didn't common. know. It's I would, so if, common. Right. People say, if I had known, I would have. But um, that's where you have um, yeah. been very successful in uh, making sure that our community uh, knows about opportunities like that. So we are very thankful uh, for you. And we are. So now before you go. All right. Um, again, just if you have questions about the process, uh, you can inbox us at the Culture Cocktail Hour, the New Haven Independent Um or uh, shoot Erica in inbox and just, you know, ask her questions. Like I said, it's uh, always good to know somebody that's behind the scenes and that has decades, uh, not just a couple of years, but decades uh, in this, this field, um, you know, so you can get more information, but uh, there's this, there, there is a festival that I've been trying to get together with the uh, New Haven uh, fire department. It's called the hotter than heck festival. <laughs> it, yes. And it has, it doesn't have to do with chili, but it is hot, oh. hot, hot. I know well, we can have some chili there, okay. but we, I really want to get a dancing with, you know, the New Haven fire department. Okay. Um, so, and, and it'll be fun because what we do is we match, we get, we go to all the engines, mm -hmm. you nominate a person from your engine <laughs> To, to represent your to represent the engine the engine will then um submit like a a, a small clip okay. of that person's dancing skills oh, you beginner to, we 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 take beginners oh my goodness yes and then we get a charitable cause um we have like a you know a, a night out fundraiser um you know we haven't picked the you know the cause yet right um but I want to make that happen. So that sounds um, like fun. I know you know, folks. So let's just try to get that together for maybe uh, the fall of this year. That sounds good. Yes, I'm in. Good, good, good. Erica, it's so good to see you, my friend. Thank you Thank so much. You. I'm so excited that we got to spend some uh, time together here. I am coming by that. Um, <laughs> I'm coming by <laughs> there, coming and by. I, I'll come by in my sneakers. Hungry. I'm going to be hungry, and I will come by in my sneakers because I want to like I this, the gear, and I want to you know kind of see what. You guys do no during gear the day. Heels? Come on. I know, right? I'll put the lipstick on, but I, I will be <laughs> I will be respectful and I will not wear any heels. I promise. 
<laughs> that's okay if you do. All right. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you, Erica. Well, that's our time, folks. Uh, thank you again for joining in. Don't forget to always keep your glass full. Stay positive. Stay focused. Until next time. <laughs>